We'd like to welcome you back to the third and final part of our emergency freedom alerts for August 2nd, 2021. Next report, funeral director in UK explains what's really happening in England. The UK government is expecting major deaths from the vaccines, which again, this is all cross confirmation of everything that we're reporting to you today. I give two different links on this one. If you want to hear the long version of the funeral director, uh, I just don't have time to play it. I'm going to play the two minute version here. Uh, same guy comes off as very credible and, um, Go ahead and give this November a listen. so strongly that I actually said to a few people, you wait until they start vaccinating, the death rate will soar. And they all laughed at me. They said I was crackers. Um, and lo and behold, January... This is Minton, Milton Keynes, United Kingdom. He's a funeral director in England. Let me just back it up to the start and start over. By October, November, so strongly that I actually said to a few people, You wait until they start vaccinating, the death rate will soar. And they all laughed at me. They said I was crackers. Um, and lo and behold, January, we broke up for Christmas. Um, that we were doing funerals before Christmas, but it was quiet. It wasn't excessive. It wasn't. Okay. They were doing funerals before Christmas, this last Christmas. Remember, that's right about when they started bringing the kill shot in. Okay. So you didn't see any real ramping up at that point because you know they just started it but in 2021 it's a whole other different animal and he's gonna he's gonna explain that they've seen a definite definite rise in deaths and um this confirms a lot of other reports that we've talked about in the past pandemic level um we broke up for christmas i, I looked after one family on christmas day bless him uh, and then I came back and um, they began vaccinating locally in June, uh, January the 6th. And immediately it went off the charts. Uh, two and a half times the death rate, I would say. Um, and it, was a, it wasn't like the first time where it was all care homes. It was a mixed bag. So it was a mixed bag, I'd suggest, of recipients. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think it's a crystal ball that you need to, to have come up with the opinion that this winter is going to be a dark one. I think I think that's obvious, and, and the government themselves are saying in their own literature that they expect seventy no, plus percent to die that have had both jobs. They're preparing you. They're preparing 70%, you. Seventy percent. They're expecting seventy percent to die that's had both jobs. I think what they're in reference to there is that two point six million number that we talked about earlier that Jones just broke today, um, where two point six billion they're expecting to die that have had at least both jabs. That's what their projections are. Again, it annihilates your immune system, you know, and does so many other wicked things that we've talked about. It's just an equal opportunity killer. Kills you nine different ways to Sunday. So it's, they're expecting it, and, and um, at least in some cases, they're honest enough to admit it. What is going to happen? They're just saying it's going to be down to a new variant of flu. And I've heard a couple of government ministers say, um, uh, interesting, it's going to hurt, affect mostly recipients. Well, why is it? Because you've given them a life-saving life vaccine, a vaccine that you've openly touted as 60, 65% effective. So that leaves a big window of 35% for failure and death. And, and do you know what they did tell you beforehand, though? Yeah. They always tell you. They always tell you. Thanks so much for talking to us, John. I really appreciate it, and I really appreciate you speaking out, mate. It's, it's much, much appreciated. Um, to be honest with you, it, we all leave a legacy when we pass away. I've had a good life. If my legacy could be waking one person up and potentially saving them or forcing the dialogue that's needed before...
they mandate because they're going to and then eventually they're going to come door to door and track you all down. I want to stop that from happening because I believe is this is genocide, it's a cull. Yeah, and we appreciate it, mate. We really do. All right, God bless. Thank you Thanks, for talking John. to me. Thanks, man. Now, again, if you want to hear the full interview where he gets into the whole, yeah, we've seen a gigantic, tremendous spike in deaths since the start since January. Well, I give you the link to that report as well. Um, just that's a that's kind of a very long one, and I didn't really know how to split it up. Just not enough time to cover everything. Next report. Um, uh, let's see here. Next report is Maryland nurse reports on vaccine catastrophe. Maryland nurse from Ground Zero. I'm a registered nurse, BSN, case manager in Baltimore. My grassroots boots on the ground report is that uh, there's a lot of patients being injured. I've never seen anything like this since January. Injured I from the vaccine. Experienced personally six deaths and I've lost count of the injuries. And we're not talking about typical adverse events like fevers, chills, uh, sore muscles. I'm talking about things like urinating clots of blood, oh. paresthesias, um, gastroparesis, altered mental status, respiratory arrest, cardiac arrest, new onset seizures, um, new onset diabetes. I have patients who can't walk anymore. Um, patients who keep complaining that their feet and their hands are burning, they forget where they are. I I've just never seen anything like this in all my years of practicing medicine. What I'm seeing now as time goes on is patients who were given the shot months ago that are now showing up in the hospital with equally strange and confusing events. Practitioners see this, their dissonance just flows and they either ignore it or literally don't know what to do with it. Every healthcare professional working with patients across this country has to see what's going on. Exactly. What else do I see on the ground? I just, all I've got to think is that there's just a level of cowardice among doctors uh, in particular that won't speak out about what they're obviously seeing. You know, uh, you know, I just the, the mass compliance on, on, on a global scale to a certain extent. Um, a lot of great suffering that isn't getting met with good care because we have no idea what to do with these patients who have been injured by, frankly, an experimental treatment. And there's no protocols to treat them. There's no information how to help them. And even breaking through the cognitive dissonance of physicians to accept this patient has been vaccine injured is a, is a chasm. It's a huge chasm. It just shows you how brainwashed uh, the doctors are. Um I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play this quick little video. Canada government sends creepy letters to unvaxxed Canadians. They see, uh, without even, without even uh, peeking into the envelope or anything, you can see that uh, <laughs> my wife and I have a COVID vaccine. It says uh, from Interior Health. Uh, this is from British Columbia. And it says a COVID-19 vaccine has been reserved for you. Learn more. So they're sending this to the unvaccinated. This is another way they're trying to coerce and browbeat and pressure. It has been reserved. 
with our name on it, I guess. Yeah. Um, at uh, the local vaccination center. So we have not, we have not taken our vaccine. And, uh, you know, the lengths that they're going to is disturbing. The bribes, the threats, the coercion, the lies, the propaganda. It's, it's from every possible angle. Yeah. And, you know, it's desperation. And now they're outing people who've not been vaccinated. Right? This is potentially someone's health information on the outside of an envelope. They're not sending this to people who are fully vaccinated. Right. This is just people in a database. Yeah. Right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm in a database now of people that have not been vaccinated. And this is just the beginning. So, I think he's showing the, the inside of it. COVID vaccine has been reserved. It shows these two women embracing and having fun in a park. Concerts, sports, family travel, hugs. Let's get back to all this. COVID-19 vaccine clinics for anyone born in 2009 or earlier. Not registered for your first dose? That's okay. Drop in anyway, and we'll take care of the kill shot. I guess this is what's inside. Um... And then it says, Dear Darren, did you know that a COVID-19 vaccine has been set aside for you? Uh, blah, blah, blah. You'll be joining millions of British Columbians who have stepped in for their first dose. They've been a big part of how BC speed up the spread of the COVID-19. Oh, I'm sorry, slow down the spread of the COVID-19. It's, everything's lies. But to really put the pandemic behind us, we need to get more people in your community vaccinated. Canada's approved vaccines have been extensively tested to make sure they're say all lies, everything out of their stinking mouths are lies, and best of all, they're very effective. Again, just nothing but satanic lies. Uh, and it's all about protecting each other and giving vaccines the best way to protect each other against the very, and, and again, it's the exact opposite. It's, it's the way to spread it. It's the way to infect other people. It's the way you will die and you will infect other people. Uh, I'm hoping we can count on you, Darren. So please, if you haven't been vaccinated but are able to, come visit us at, you know, it's just lies after lies after lies. I'm, I'm reading this letter, I think. Once you've had the kill shot, you must still follow provincial health orders and protect others. Keeping a safe distance, wearing a mask in public. Why? I thought you were protected. Wearing a mask in public, washing your hands, and staying home with sick and getting tested. if So again, it never ends. The tyranny never stinking ends. I just thought I'd throw that in there. I just saw that. Then we have this. The official government narrative that the U.S. is now facing a new scamdemic of the unvaccinated continued this week as the corporate media, the White House, and state governors all continue to blame the unvaccinated for the rising cases of COVID-19 and the Delta variant, even though it's the exact opposite. Summit News reports unvaccinated Americans were talking the talking point of the day on Monday with a slew of figures slamming those who have not chosen to take the kill shot. Assigning blame to them for America, quote, going backwards. Now, again, all they got to do now is point to the hospitals that are starting to fill up in some places. Look, it's all the unvaccinated. Well, I thought that the vaccinated were protected. Why, why would it be the unvaccinated? It makes no sense at all. But anyway... For America going backwards, likening them to murderers. 
and suggesting that they are to blame for the more deadly variants of the emerging virus. Again, it's exact opposite of what they're saying, of course. First up, White House witch and press secretary Jen Psaki claiming America is in reverse because, quote, there are still a large population of the people in this country who are unvaccinated. Uh, then next up, Fauci, who appeared on his favorite softball network, MSNBC, to announce that unvaccinated Americans will be to blame for the next deadly variant. Then Don Lemon, CNN's Don Lemon, and we played that clip, declared that the unvaccinated should be prevented from having normal lives, um, where he said you can't go to the supermarket and all the other, other stuff with Chris Como, Harley agreeing. Meanwhile, in New York, Cuomo's brother proclaimed we have to get those communities and we have to knock on those doors and we have to convince people and put them in a car and drive them and get that vaccine in their arm. That is our mission. He said that. Yeah. I could have played you the clip, but there's so many clips like this that I, I couldn't get them all in. But he, I, he said it. Yeah. Get that vaccine, that kill shot in their arm. That is our satanic mission is what he really meant. Finally, on the other side of the country, California governor and Satanist Gavin Newsom likened the unvaccinated Americans to murderous drunk drivers. Again, we keep getting morality lessons from the biggest satanic reptilian degenerates that the world's ever known on the prostitute media channels and different political leaders. Then we have this um, from a longtime listener. Uh, screenshots of the lying bots on Twitter. And what it is, is it's nine different screenshots from supposedly nine different people who have Twitter accounts. One of them is Sam Gialli, MD. And it says, I just left the ER. We are officially getting back to getting crushed by COVID-19. Delta variant is running rampant and it's much more transmissible than the original virus. 99% of her ICU admits it did not receive a vaccine, which is a total lie from the pit of hell. Okay, now, some of the ICUs may be getting crushed, but it's kind of weird when you have nine different tweets from nine different people, and they're all basically saying the exact same tweet because of their bots, okay? And the part about 99% of the ICU, that's not what the CDC's admitted to. That's not what all the other governments that have actually put out any kind of honest statistics are saying. It's the vaccinated that are the main ones in the ICUs, and it's the vaccinated that are spreading it to the unvaxxed. They're the ones that are contaminating everybody, okay? And again, it's just one, every single tweet, I just left the ER, I just left the ER, I just left the ER, we're officially being, we're officially back to getting crushed by COVID-19. The exact same verbiage this is how you know they're bots how could all these people just left the er and tweeting the exact same message because it's lies granted i'm not saying that the er's might not be filling up but we know they're lies when they say the exact same thing and then they're all saying at the very last sentence 99 percent of our ic admits it did not receive a vaccine so see it's the unvaccinated that are and this is why you can't go by MSN, CNN, Twitter, whatever, because they're they're there literally to totally deceive you. Then we have this American Gulag. The morning of January 6th, 2021 was by far the largest peaceful protest for fair elections ever assembled in America. After decades of unanswered election fraud evidence from both political parties, the 2020 election was by far the most egregious. Oh, yeah. 
an issue once heralded by the American liberal, who is now flagrantly quiet on the issue while seizing total control of the system with the full support of the entire mainstream media apparatus, pushing their once sacred democracy over the cliff into tyranny, just as Plato predicted millenniums ago. What should have been remembered as a historic day for democracy was spun into a blatant lie. Aside from the murder of Ashley Babbitt, the small amount of violence that did occur was about what you would expect, considering how the FBI, who have faked and manufactured nearly 95% of every terrorist arrest they've made since 9-11, had agent provocateurs involved in the so-called January 6th insurrection from the start. Federal agent provocateurs who remain free and protected, while dozens of innocent Americans are being tortured in jail with complete disregard for justice. And they are being tortured. With no... Being totally tortured. I mean, I heard the report from Joe Biggs, who was a former reporter at InfoWars, and, I mean, he's... It's, it's absolute torture, what they're doing. I mean, it is... They're being treated, like, worse than you would get treated in solitary confinement at a maximum security prison. I mean, it's like they're in ad seg, administrative segregation, in the shoe at, like, Pelican Bay in California. I mean, those are all, like, prison terms I just used. But, I mean, this is worse. It's the worst of the... And they're getting treated worse than that, essentially. Evidence of a crime. They are being held in unlawfully cruel conditions. Ignored by the criminal media responsible for putting them there and punished for speaking to the press about beatings and torture. We don't know much about them. But we do know Joe Biggs. Yeah. After serving his country honorably as a soldier, he then became a voice for American justice. Joe Biggs is now being held in third world prison conditions for simply being present at the U.S. Capitol. Yeah. yeah. He recently wrote of his three-month experience in jail. He wrote of health issues he has experienced as a result of sleeping only four hours a night on a cold steel rack while not being allowed to work out and only given 10 hours of sunlight in three months. A soy-based diet with hardly any protein, mostly processed foods and some kind of gelatin dog food looking stuff. There is no privacy allowed for the toilets and he is allotted a single shelf that nothing can be placed on. They are punished by losing the ability to talk to family and being stripped naked and locked alone in a bright freezing room. These are the people that were at the the the, the um the thing at the election that, you know, has given the Biden administration every single right to take away everybody's uh rights away that were a Trump supporter or a conservative or a Christian. They're all being, and, and this is how they're being treated. I mean, this is absolute beyond criminal. Biggs wrote, I have anxiety bad now. Panic attacks so bad I black out. What happened on January 6th, 2021, was a crime perpetrated by a corrupt government yeah. against the American people. This is evident to anyone outside Trump of- Trump did his part though, by luring people there and then just kind of, 
you know, stepping off and letting the rest take over. Now, granted, I mean, most of the people didn't even go into the Capitol, but the ones that did, who were most likely agent provo pro provocateurs, were waved in by the security and then, you know, did what they did in there all by design on purpose. And then that gave, you know, the Democrats, the Biden administration, the pretext to supposedly do all of these atrocities against these people. Brainwashed herd. Russian President Vladimir Putin has spoken out against these crimes, and yet former President Trump has not. Exactly. No, Perhaps the worst not. part of all. These are, these are people that came to support him. He hasn't said a thing about it. Why? Because he's of his father, the devil, and of his lust and of his works he will do. He's still taking credit for that beautiful, beautiful kill shot. He hasn't recanted anything. He's still taking, telling people to take it. I've given you all the quotes. He is pure evil is how both liberals and conservatives remain silent, like cowardly domesticated pets. Right. Where, where are all the Republicans coming to the aid of these poor people that were at the Capitol regarding the election that was stolen? Where, where, are, where are all the Republicans and, and these types of people that should be coming to their aid and trying to get them out of jail? Well, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't see anything about it. Say nothing while dozens of innocent Americans are tortured in jail like war criminals without any evidence of a crime. For Infowars.com, this is Greg Reed. Absolutely Reap. sickening. Oh, pray for those poor people. I mean, it's, it's horrible. Um, all right, let's go to the next one. Deadly shots. Former Pfizer employee. Now, now we're going to start talking about graphene oxide again. Confirms graphene oxide hydrogel poison is in the COVID-19 vaccines and connects the vaxxed to the 5G. Former Pfizer employee. And I'll tell you what, she comes off as extremely credible. If she's not the real deal, I mean, she's really good. This is bombshell and confirms several other reports that have broke as of late. Back and forth with fact checkers, some independent researchers who have attempted to debunk the findings of Spanish researchers called La Quinta Columna, originally broken here. And those were the ones, the Spanish researchers were the ones that were saying that we analyzed this, this uh, very vetted, uh, had the whole chain of custody of this, I believe it was a Pfizer vaccine vial, and they found that it contained like 99% graphene oxide. And um, now, but obviously, you would say, "Oh, the the um, there there's been debunkers out there," and um, but you know, they've been trying to to make sure that nobody finds this information out. Stu Peter show by Dr. Jane Ruby. That video revealing that graphene oxide, a toxic substance, uh, a poison, was found in the Pfizer vaccines. Those researchers later found that the same applied to Moderna and AstraZeneca is now being tested as a result of our reporting, the truth is here. USA Today lead stories all funded by the cabal were all over me, all over Dr. Jane Ruby and out and out calling us liars for reporting those findings to the world in a video that has now soared over, well, I think about a million views on Rumble. We have sought the input of many medical experts, world-renowned doctors, Dr. Jane Ruby, Dr. Tenpenny, Dr. Judy Mikovits, Dr. David Martin. They have all confirmed that report. But despite all of that confirmation, the assaults on our truth continue. On Twitter, you may have been recently following the hashtag Pfizer leak. We want to know what's in them. We want to know if it was pre-planned. Who's behind all of it? 
We want to know what to believe, so today we're going to get the confirmation that we need. It's hard to fact check documents. It's hard to fact check publicly discoverable proprietary ingredients. It's hard to fact check Karen Kingston. She is a former Pfizer employee, currently an analyst for the pharmaceutical and medical device industries. Karen, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate your bravery. We admire your desire to expose the truth behind what appears to be, to me at least, one of the most, if not the most evil agenda mankind has ever been subject to. Okay, so Karen Kingston, a former Pfizer employee and current analyst for the pharmaceutical and medical device industries, came forward with indisputable documentation that should be shared but with the entire world. You see how bombshell just this teaching alone is that I'm doing? Just one unbelievable, like, bombshell thing after another. It's not just, it's not because of me, it's just the information that's out there, widely available. Well, thank you for giving me a platform to, to share my findings and to, and to spread the, the truth. And you're right, it is extremely difficult to find this information and, and link it together. Um, I do have a unique set of skills. This is what I do in, in the industry. I analyze intellectual property, the legal landscape for both uh, physicians, pharma, and consumers. And then I'm also a scientific writer and do the clinical analysis as well. So um, you can't expect everyone to have that skill set to find this information. Right. And the truth truth is I'm I um, you know the whole do your own research was born out of the out of the reality that the mainstream media has been lying to us and big tech and social media have been blocking the truth and that's why people have had to do their own research um, and that's um, that's that violates our, our, our First Amendment yeah. so so let, let just lay it out there is graphene oxide in these shots 100% it is, and it's irrefutable, and, and, I'll, and I'll walk you through it. So um, what's really important to know is that the all, all of the mRNA vaccines contain what's called a pegylated uh, lipid nanoparticle, um, and that's what we're going to go through. So if you take a look at the Moderna patent, it says right there that this contains um, a lipid nanoparticle formulation. And as you go through the patent, which I'll show you, they specifically talk about various ingredients and, and various um, pegylated formulations that have um, alphanumeric codes. And then you can also find them in the filings with the FDA, with the IND and phase three trials for both Moderna and Pfizer. Uh, and you can also find them you know, across the pond with the UK filings. I hope that's making sense so far. Yeah, so far. So, so here's the important thing about the patent. I read the patent. It's 193 pages plus uh, attachments. And I read the patent to look for graphene oxide. It is not listed in the patent because it is a trade secret. So you remember Bill Gates saying that there was a trade secret? Yes. Trade secrets are not, you know, purview to the public. So they cannot be in the patent. So graphene oxide is not listed in the patent, and it lists everything but that. But I'm still going to show you evidence that these contain graphene oxide and the patent in China that shows they contain graphene oxide. So let me, let me just ask you, why would they put every other ingredient on the patent with the exception of the standalone graphene oxide? Why would they not put that on there? Um, then I would say the number one reason is because it's uh, poisonous to humans and well known that it's poisonous to humans. Okay. Right. Yeah, and the other reason is because it is the main ingredient in hydrogel. Um, which is the the liquid um, you know AI template that's used for some of Elon Musk's you know research and, and Bill Gates as far as that creating um, an interface between humans and um, you know the internet. If so you will. there is a legitimate theory that these shots are actually designed to create some sort of connectivity between humans, 5G, whatever this is controlling your thoughts, your memories, all of these things. I mean, those are realistic and plausible 
That's not possible with this round. They rush this thing out. They're just seeing, you know, how much they can put into people before they die, I think, honestly. So this is a dose-finding study, basically a live dose-finding study, and those that are dying or multiple sclerosis, Guillain-Barre, these tremors, the magnetism, all these things. Well, remember, we're supposed to get boosters every six months, so we're going to get graphene oxide boosters every six months to see how much we can build up in the system. We'll go through this because when you see the nations that are being injected, we're the guinea pigs, you know, and so once they perfect this technology, I think there's a a second plan. I I actually am not super comfortable talking about this stuff because I I don't like to give opinions on things, you know, and and hypothesize. So I'd rather just stick to the data if that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So if you take a look at uh, chemical and engineering news, um, there's these non-peer-reviewed journals, we call them RAGs in the industry. Every industry has it. And it's basically, you know, the whales of the industry, the who's who, and they just kind of brag about what they're doing. Um, So this article talks about the pegylated lipid nanoparticles that are in all the COVID-19 vaccines. And there's four lipids, and I'll go over this. So the first lipid is cholesterol, um, and that's um, our body loves, loves cholesterol. It makes it go through the blood. Then there is a phospholipid. The phospholipid adheres to the cell membrane, so that allows permeability to enter the cell membrane. There's an ionizable lipid, so that gives it a positive ionic charge to help penetrate the mRNA to get into the cell. And then there's the pegylated lipid. And so the reason why they created these is because mRNA is very unstable, whether it's synthetic or zoonic, which means it's from an animal, um, you know, or human. It's very unstable. Uh, 80 degree weather kills it. Sunlight kills it. If you breathe on it, it dies. I mean, and and the researchers all say this. It's just it, it, it rarely gets past the nasopharynx area of any healthy individual. It's just, you know, your saliva kills it. It just it, it cannot survive on its own. So it needed this kind of biosphere that they created for it. And that's why we have these four um, these four lipids and then they put the graphene oxide. Now, what's interesting about the graphene oxide is that it's 4000 times stronger than titanium and can withstand 1700 degree Fahrenheit temperature. So we took this very unstable virus, single helix virus, and we made it indestructible, or we, they made it indestructible. Um, So the pegylated lipids, if you take a look, uh, it's PEG, P-E-G. They're made by a company called Sinopeg, which is S-N-O, you know, P-E-G, and they're located in China. Now, how did I find- Showing all the documents on what she's talking about in the background. Well, if you take a look at the um, Pfizer EUA filing, they list the four lipids. They have two lipids, each of which have four lipids in them in there. And so does Moderna. And Moderna's is called, it's called a material safety data sheet. This is what they use in industrial products. Um, And it has a CAS number and theirs is SM102 for Moderna. And then if you go to Pfizer's filing with the UK, the number, the, the two lipids that are in there, are called ALC0315 and ALC0159. So when I Googled MSDS cast, don't ask how I know all this information, and I put in some of those numbers, I found Cinepeg. I didn't find Cinepeg by Googling Cinepeg. I literally put in the MSDS number. And so if you go to the website, you'll see the, you know, extremely long, like, I don't know, 100 alphanumeric name of each of these lipids. Um, and you'll see it under a, a, um, a tab called COVID-19 excipients. Uh, and it says poly- polyethylene glycol PEG 2000, right? And then here you'll see it's ALC0159, and this company is located in China. 
Um, and then if you pull from the patent, from the Moderna patent, they list out all the different um, polyethylene glycol 200, PEG 200, PEG 2000, and you will find those listed under the COVID-19 excipients in Cinepeg. Um, so it, it's right there. It's being manufactured in China. And so there's other vaccines that are mRNA vaccines that are not being sold in the United States. You can find those excipients here too um, by the CAS number, the material safety data sheet CAS number. Um, and so if you want to know what is graphene, you know, what they explain here on Cinepeg is it is the core shell structured polyethylene glycol functionalized graphene for energy storage polymer, polymer dielectrics, combined mechanical and dielectric performances. So what that means is that graphene is um, a, a conductor, it can be, can be a conductor of electricity. If it has a positive charge, and, and this isn't all the- it, It's one, they, they found that it's such a, it's potential to conduct electricity makes copper look like an absolute joke. Put it that way, um, in a simplistic term, I mean, it's, so conductive it's off the scale the studies from the nih and moderna and stuff if graphene gets a positive charge it annihilates anything it comes in contact with right now they're not charged they're neutralized you're like well how does it have a positive charge to get into the cell that's that other lipid that ionizable lipid that gives it the positive charge for cell penetration but these currently are not um they're neutral they have a neutral field um, but if they are if there is an electromagnetic field that activates a positive charge, um, potentially there will, we, there will be damage and potentially death depending on where these nanoparticles ended up in people's bodies and how much of them did. So it's so, apparent to me that they're lying to the world. Uh, they're trying yeah. to hide this. This is the, the secret ingredient. Uh, lead stories, USA Today, all these other publications. This lady, if you could see her facial expressions, you can tell she's very nervous presenting this. She's very sure of herself because she's obviously an expert. This is like her wheelhouse. This is her specialty. But you can tell she has a very kind of freaked out look on her face. And she looks very serious. And she's not jokey-jokey. This is not... <laughs> this is a very serious thing. Fact-checking this program, it appears to me that they are out and out lying. We're going to get to who's in on all of this in a minute because I'm going to ask you, but why are they using this graphene oxide? It's a toxic substance. It's poisonous. Why, would, why are they using it? Um, be, because it's a great conductor of, elect, of electricity and it, it's a, it, it, can, it can host a magnetic field. So it, it can literally, it, it, it can connect you to the internet. That's okay. why. All right. I just wanted to make sure that I was clear on it that. It can connect you to the internet. Okay, now, remember that with my next report, because she doesn't go into that in, in depth like I wish she would, but that's the main reason. Well, why was Trump so massively, since he got into office, and particularly when COVID hit, trying so hard to get the 5G kill grid set up? We went into lockdown. They were going into the schools. They were shutting down schools because the kids weren't in there because of the scamdemic, and they were having uh, multiple like five, six, seven white vans with no markings on them going into the public schools in the back of the schools. All these people uh, filming this happening and they were installing the 5G kill grid in the public schools. That was very important. They have that installed prior to the vaccine coming online. And they've already got the 5G kill grid. They got the satellites now up in the air and that that's such a part of this vaccine. 
because I know that you're not comfortable opining opinions, things like that. I just want to make sure factually that that's, that's what uh, it can do. That's what it's capable of doing. Yeah. So, and I mean, I, I haven't had the chance, but I, I could probably go into some tech publications and AI publications and, and we can find more information on how graphene oxide is a great um, well, the bottom line is it's poisonous. It's poisonous. It's, it's, poisonous. It, it, it annihilates. If it has a positive charge, it annihilates anything that it comes into contact with. It's toxic for humans. It should not be in there, and it is. That That is what I needed to know. Who's behind this? That's what I'd like to know. Who's behind all of this? Um, well, I don't. So, Lif, um, hold on. This I didn't put this in here, but the there's a company called Shanghai Nanotech, and they filed a patent, and you can for graphene oxide for the use in COVID-19 excipients. Um, and um, this is a meeting of them at their, their headquarters. And that looks like, I think his name's Tails Axe, the, the chief technology officer for Moderna. Mm -hmm. um, and if you go to the World Health Organization website, there is a um, page where they talk about um, how the global world needs to work together on these COVID-19 vaccines. It's from sometime last year. And you'll see the usual suspects there. You'll see like Peter Daznak and and the, the names from Moderna and um, several names from the NIH and NIAD. So uh, there is a large group of uh, billionaires and uh, millionaires many, many, time, many times over that have coordinated um, for the uh, development and execution um, of, of these products. So you knowing this, you bringing this, this confirmation, why would the... I guess, I mean, this is opinion, so you, you just tell me if you're not comfortable answering this, but I gotta ask, why would people like President Trump, Ron DeSantis, Sean Hannity, what do they have in, in what stake in the game do they have? How do they not know this stuff? They have, I mean, if- No, there's no way they could know this stuff. I don't believe that part. I, I'm sorry, I do not believe they're, I believe they're fully informed regarding this. I believe they're part of the agenda she's not you have to understand she's she's staying in her lane she just knows what she knows she knows how hard it was for her to find this that does not mean though they're they haven't been fully informed i mean look at the actions of trump and desantis and hannity you, you look at the fruit you look at what they've done don't tell me they're innocent because they're not i want to be Um, when I, uh, sorry, when I found out, when I read this information, I, I didn't know um, a woman could cry as hard as I cried. So um, I sent an email out on, on May 26 to about 30 outlets. With this information, I sent an email summarizing that these are bioweapons. Um, I even spoke to, and I, I don't mean to be disparaging to anybody, I even spoke to American frontline doctors and stuff, and after I spoke to them, you know, some of the doctors still went on saying, well, as long as you're, you know, if you're over under 30, you shouldn't get the vaccines. And I called them up. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? These are bioweapons. Like, we can't exactly. say that. So the cognitive dissonance. Yeah. Of so that's why you haven't seen me align with America frontline doctors. They're the ones pushing hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, all these other drugs for something that you should be taking supplements for, increasing your own immune system, doing it that way. You cannot drug your body into good health. Hydro hydroxychloroquine only works because it mobilizes your zinc stores, okay? It wouldn't work without zinc. So why not just take a lot of zinc and vitamin C and iodine and calcium and D3 and selenium, which are all highly antiviral and help support your immune system and maybe have some silver in there why not just do it that way? Why do we have to drug our body into good health? You can't do it. 
So that you haven't seen myself align myself with them because I, I don't. I, I think that they're they're. I mean, I'm not saying they're evil or anything, but they're very flawed in their logic on how to approach this. Gravity and the evil of these of these vaccine injections um, is is very difficult for anyone to understand. And you have to also understand that for the whole year and a half these were being developed. Um, anyone that came out and said, hey, this, this virus isn't that bad, they were mocked, they were ridiculed, they were ostracized, doctors were threatened to have their license taken away, so the truth couldn't get out there. And then when people, anyone that was questioning about the speed of bringing these vaccines to market, the need for them, even the FDA documents, they talk about, hey, we don't think someone under 18 should get these things, we're worried about viral shedding. The here, if you show this slide here, the the the, the manufacturing section of the of the application is redacted. Right? No one in good conscience should have approved this, but there is such brainwashing going on, such control of what um, basically the big tech wanted us to know as the truth, which was a bunch of lies that. It, it, it's very difficult then for when someone says to you, this is what's going on to believe it. I, I would compare it to anyone that's been in a marriage where they had a spouse that was cheating on them. Your friends can tell you they're cheating. There's tons of evidence, but you are not going to believe it. You're not going to believe all your trusted, all your trusted advisors have been telling you this stuff is safe. Everything on the media says it's safe. Every, you know, and then someone says, no, it's actually lethal. And this is a planned, you know, planned genocide. It's impossible to believe. Yeah, wow. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just I'm having a hard time. I mean, honestly, I mean, I'm a human, you know, uh, and so just knowing people that have subjected themselves to this inoculation, knowing how hard, how difficult it is to have a conversation with somebody doing what I do, downloading to my brain terabytes of information every single day, trying to determine what's real, what's not, what's missing, what's disinformation, who's deep state, who's trying to throw me off, who's controlled opposition. You know, I mean, it really it, it happens. It sounds like some kind of a sci-fi movie, but you're living in it, so you understand. I'm just trying to process all this as you're saying it, and I, I'm, I'm imagining, you know, people in the media. You know, I'm imagining, you know, the, the people that they don't understand that there are billions of lives at stake, or maybe they do, which makes it even worse because they're complicit in this. They're part of this, the carrying on of this. And then I think about everybody who's going to be mandated these shots. Um, Listen, I, I, Karen, I, I got an email this morning. I got an email this morning from a very concerned mother of a, of a young woman who is going to be attending a Christian college in South Carolina. And they're going to mandate this thing for her. 18-year-old young woman with her entire life ahead of her. And she's just one of millions. Christian college because they're, they're serving Jesus. And Jesus would want us to take that kill shot. It's going to make us into something not human, basically like a Nephilim and a cyborg. Isn't that wonderful? Don't you love the modern-day brand of Christianity? I do. Of stories Bless like God. this that are happening here in this country, what we're doing to our young people, poisoning them. Uh, and so then you've got healthcare workers. I mean, I've, I have a dozen emails in the last 48 hours from nurses, healthcare workers, doctors, people who are working at these facilities, in these clinics, at these hospitals that are going to be mandated this. They don't want to do it. They need help. Um, 
And, you know, the DOJ is telling everybody that, that they can do this, that governors can mandate this, that businesses can mandate this. And so... Well, the DOJ, just because someone says something, and especially in this current administration, doesn't make it true, okay? The, the DOJ can say, we recommend this is mandated. We're saying that this is, this we mandate these vaccines, but I, you know, it's a memo. I read the memo, okay? It's a memo that was written by... Don Johnson, um, she's the acting assistant attorney general to the president, saying that... Now, we've already went over this memo twice already, just in this study today, but let's get her take on it. Um, you know, under t tw Title Code 21, Section 564, you, uh, you know, you can, man you know, private companies and local governments can mandate uh, the vaccines under emergency use authorization. Her interpretation is reckless and it has no merit. Okay. So it's just an opinion. It is not enforceable. Right. Period. You know, and on top of that, what's what's happened with these vaccines or these injections, these EU injections, not only is all the campaign and the propaganda a bunch of lies to terrify people into getting injected, you know, which is a violation of, of human rights in and of itself. On top of that, you know, she doesn't mention Title Code 21 in her memo, which is what this falls under, because they violated four other sections of that Title Code under under drug safety, drug and vaccine safety. They have um, under Section 502, it's false and misleading labeling because this thing is not a vaccine. There is no benefit to your health when you get injected. The only thing it can do is poison, harm, and kill. So there's false and misleading labeling. It doesn't tell you that it contains graphene oxide. Adulterated drugs and devices, it also violates Section 5001, which again, adulterated drugs and devices is if it includes a toxin, which is the graphene oxide. Um, it also violates Section 312.23 under initial new drug application. So if you go through an IND, you have to prove safety in animals before you, before you move on to humans. They sell you a letter of intent for pregnant rats. If that doesn't make you furious and we're injecting pregnant women and under the IND, it says if there is shedding, if there is um, a risk to people of childbearing age, then you need to stop the trial. We know there is shedding. We know there is risk to childbearing age. And the FDA even talks about it in their protein therapy and oncolytic virus th treatments that shedding is a real thing. And you need to do animal studies first. Then you need to do phase one human studies. And if there is... Um, uh, you know, if there is shedding, then you need to come up with control measures so that you don't infect the uninjected, which is what's going on right now. Yeah. They also violated Section 31242, which is clinical research holds and requests for modifications. So that says if any of these things I said, and there's at least three dozen, you need to stop the trials. Exactly. Trials have been stopped when 25... Well, like I said, in, in, in the 70s, they suspended the swine flu for... Stu Peter says 25... I heard it's 50, one of the other figures, let's just say 50 deaths. They stopped the whole swine flu vaccination campaign for 50 deaths. Well, we're probably over a million right now, according to VAERS, which says they only get about 1%. The last, remember, they reduced it by 6,000, but the, before they reduced that, it was at 12. I'm telling you, we probably had over a million deaths, and they just keep going strong people die when six beagle dogs die There's, they were supposed to stop the trials when they did the mice study and all the mice 80 percent died in in uh 24 hours and the rest died by the end of the week but there that, is no threshold here is trials. there i mean you should have stopped the trials at the 
That's the bottom line. There is no threshold. Is <laughs> Did you hear that? I mean, no big deal. There is no right. threshold. It doesn't matter how many people die. They will continue this incessant push, yes, won't they? Exactly. That until, until American people speak up and say enough is enough, stop it, they will keep pushing us until you know, they basically wipe out America. Yep. Wow. And they're going after the children, which yes. is what's so disheartening. There is a, you know, there, there will be no posterity. There will be no America. You know, if people of childbearing age become infertile and then ch children are at most risk for having serious adverse events and death from these injections. I mean, just look at the myocarditis numbers. Mm -hmm. And the numbers there are, are being... 25,000 reported. We know that's at least 10 percent, which would be one in twenty five hundred. And it's probably more like one in two fifty, which would be four percent of children are getting uh, having decades taken off their life or dying. I am up against a hard break and I have to go. Um, will you come back on this program? Because we are dedicated to the truth. You are a wealth of information and I've got so many more questions that I would like to continue this conversation with you. Will you promise to come back? I mean, are you comfortable with doing that? Oh yeah, no, I'd love to be on. If I'm not comfortable answering a question, I'll just say I, I'm not comfortable answering a question. Yeah. I'm okay with saying that. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, I have so many more and I know that there's gonna be a pouring out of questions on my social media and my DMs and my Proton Mail. Uh, please ask her this. And so I just want to reserve the future opportunity to have the conversation with you. Absolutely. And I sent you a lot of the documents from the FDA website and yes. the patent and office. We're going to post um, all of those at stupeters.tv. Karen, put it all up there. Thank um, you so much. I do um, yeah, it's one of the most impressive guests I've ever heard on any. I mean, you got somebody there that really is staying in her lane and is zeroed in on that one thing and who better to tell you about this than somebody like her um i would be keeping an eye out for her I, I i did a keyword search for her and she doesn't really have an internet present other than i presence other than a linkedin account uh, and i but i will be checking Stu peters and if she's back on i'll probably be playing any clips that come out from her because i'm extremely I, I watch her body language and her countenance and i do not detect guile I do not detect that she's got a line bone in her. She's really concerned, and she is an expert. So, um, I will I'll, I will do that in the future. Okay. So the next report is watch object, which is most likely a graphene oxide self-replicating mass removed from vaccination site. They cut it out of the guy. Okay. This could be you if you get the experimental job. Now there's. I think three videos playing in succession side by side and I'll describe them because it's more than that in the video on the left we can clearly see a microchip implant at the injection site okay in the video in the middle this is one of the freakiest videos I've seen yet regarding the COVID thing and literally all three frames he's, he's got it split into a, a three screen every one of them is bombshell the video on the left, um, we can see that the implant is is a, it shows a guy with a very large neodymium magnet, and I mean it's a large, it's bigger than the one I've got. That type of neodymium magnet, I don't know if it's as powerful as mine, but you have got to be extremely careful handling that because if you get it anywhere near metal and your fingers are in between the magnet and the metal, you might lose a finger. I mean, it's that powerful. It's freaky powerful. 
and he is scanning it over this guy's, I don't know, it looks like left arm, and there is something trying to pull through his skin. You can clearly see there is some type of metallic object under the guy's unbroken skin where he got the kill shot. And I'm, I'm assuming that it is some type of graphene oxide mat. Remember, graphene oxide is highly magnetic and it's highly electrical. And you're literally seeing it pulled. In the, in the middle frame, you're seeing a guy, and it's a totally different video, where a person in surgical, um, they've got surgical gloves on, and they extract this piece of, of it's a black piece of, of some metallic substance uh, evidently where the injection site was and they're actually when they have a scalpel and they're taking it out of the guy's arm in the third video you're seeing a mass of graphene oxide that i guess he bought commercially next to a cell phone and i believe he makes a call on the cell phone and you start seeing the graphene oxide move like it's sentient like it has intelligence it starts moving really incredibly creepily and it's only when the 5g cell phone is making a call or i'm assuming it's making a call and i've seen other videos like this of what graphene oxide does when it's exposed to different things but particularly these cell phones it is a very disturbing video primarily made of graphene comes out as a black clump at the macroscopic level. But in the world of microbiology, graphene is the building block. Oh, okay. Okay. I nano. think, yeah, okay. It's the same guy. At first, they're, they're scanning the magnet over the guy's arm. And you can see this, this piece of metal pulling out, out, trying to pull out of his skin. I'm surprised it doesn't just rip it out. And then in the second one, the guy's got blue surgical gloves on, and he's he's he knows where the the metallic mass is because the mag the magnets let him pinpoint it, and he cuts the skin, and I don't know if he uses the magnet to pull it out or it's just the scalpel. Technology, graphene-like Legos can snap together and build structures designed by a computer. Yeah, a supercomputer. It's the same guy. And same as magnet. a superconductor, graphene reacts to EMF fields, which can allow it to spread and grow along the nervous system. Yes. What we're looking at here is the first step towards the assimilation of humanity. Yes. This is your AI cyborg upgrade. Humanity 2.0, as I've been warning about for 15 years. I've done all kinds of studies on transhumanism. And this is another gigantic reason they want to get this kill shot into us because they know we're going to not be fully human anymore. And you will be a cyborg and you will interface with the 5G network. You will get updates to whatever nanotech is in your body via the hydrogel, via the graphene oxide, and only God knows what else from 5G base stations, from 5G cell phones. Obviously, the graphene oxide reacts to five to just a self, a smartphone. Um, I should have really even called it 5G, but I mean, maybe it is, maybe it's not, but it's reacting to just a smartphone in a very weird, sentient way, meaning like it has intelligence. And then also the satellites overhead. And there'll really be no escape unless you like went underground or something, but still that wouldn't change all the garbage that's in your body from the kill shot.
as we're about to reveal in our up-and-coming book, The Origins of Skynet, it's super AI that is running this pandemic. That is why we have all of the heads of the big tech companies sanitizing and curating the narrative. It's why you've got the former head of Microsoft, Bill Gates, trying to sell you the vaccine. It's all big tech related because behind the scenes, it's Skynet running the show. Of course, when you think of the mark of the beast, the triple six, we find it on the barcode, ladies and gentlemen. We know that the beast system is, in fact, going to be an AI system. And so the beast itself is Skynet. It's running the show behind the scenes. Well, okay. I don't know if we could say the beast of revelation is Skynet. I, I mean, I don't... This this guy's no um, biblical scholar, okay? So I wouldn't go to him for theology. But is it part of the beast system? 100%. The budding beast system, we're not in the tribulation yet. We're, you know, the Antichrist hasn't arisen yet. The false prophet hasn't arisen yet. The covenant with Israel hasn't been confirmed for seven years. The rebuilt temple's not here. I mean, there's all these things that have not happened that has to happen in order for the tribulation to start and it's attempting to assimilate humanity as we know it through the use of socialist media platforms and news media outlets and a puppet government and of course corporate heads that come on television and tell you that their vaccine is safe, but it's not a vaccine. It's not even gene therapy. It's nanotechnology being injected through the wizardry of... It says he's got all these graphics in the background. It says scientists think that graphene could increase the computer speeds by up to 1,000 times their present level. Times. That's not 1,000%. Okay, that's 1,000 times, okay? That, that is a lot beyond fast that we could even comprehend. Chemistry. Going from a clear liquid into black goo. And of course, the first stages of the assimilation is to weed out all of the undesirables not only he gets the little black magnetic piece that was tugging in, inside his skin he gets it out he cuts it out with a, with a razor blade and then he gets the magnet near and it sucks right to the magnet so it's most likely and it's over the vaccination site where he got the, the kill shot so uh, it was some remnant graph, graphene oxide that was at the injection site that was still there now I don't know how long ago he had the shot but unbelievable politically but biology biologically as well <clears throat> and so people that don't survive this first assimilation process 
certainly won't be able to continue on according to the transhuman agenda, mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen. Now, graphene is, of course, a superconductor. It reacts to EMF fields, and it's no coincidence that 5G rolled out at the same time as this pandemic. Exactly. Thank you, Trump. Undoubtedly, these death hours will be used to activate the graphene, the nanobots, <clears throat> and the like inside the vaccinated, either to exterminate or to essentially make these structures grow according to the plan. Or to turn them into potentially some type of cyborgian zombie-type horde that does as they're told and does as they're commanded. Now, hackers have revealed to us that, indeed, the vaccinated have been microchipped. Now, this is footage that I didn't, I haven't played because I've only seen one video on it and I did not get enough validation from any other sources i don't know if this is real or not but it's a it's a russian video that's come out where the guy hacked into some vaccination site in russia where they were showing like every single person that had gotten the vaccine when they got it uh when they got their second shot uh where they got their shot the, the address um the, the even the geolocation of where they got the shot the vaccination uh uptime uh some of these i'm not sure the firmware that's in them meaning the computer program that's in them from the vaccine the firmware the firmware date uh the processor type the vendor id the cpu family the model number the model name in this case it's Elbrus E2K E2C, the CPU megahertz, the something cache size. I mean, it's pretty compelling. I mean, if it's a fake, the guy went through a ton of effort to fake a video regarding this, meaning they're tracking all the vaccinated real time from satellites and or the 5g kill grid network but most likely the satellites that they keep launching up into space these 5g satellites and they know where you are when you got the shot they everything about you is is in this video that you can call up individuals by their phone numbers by their email address that we can locate them, that we have information on their vaccination site and information on the processor and the CPU that's in that individual. From the vaccine. The, the COVID now, shot. undoubtedly, this is something that is constructed inside the body. Yes. After it's injected. Exactly. Which is what I've been saying all along. It's not like they're injecting some microchip in you. It looks, it goes in like a clear liquid. 
but it's you know 99% graphene oxide, it takes a lot of graphene oxide to build these nanobot networks in your body, these self-replicating. You look at how graphene oxide responds to just a cell phone. You look at how it has the sentience and it's building and it's moving and it's connecting. It's very, very strange. Well, why, you don't think it's doing that in your body? So it's so draconian and evil, it's hard to comprehend. First, it goes in like a clear liquid, but yes. then somehow it spreads from the injection site, makes the entire person magnetic. And we can see that at the injection site, there's so much of this material that remains that it can be extracted it bulges out in the presence of a of a super magnet mm -hmm. it truly is disturbing to say the least ladies and gentlemen and so many people are talking about the origins of the virus many people are talking about is there a virus is there not a virus is it a bioweapon is it not a bioweapon that's really besides the point at this stage but it's worth talking about on many different levels and undoubtedly the vaccine is a bioweapon it's part of the eugenics program but it's more than that it's not just about exterminating people it is the foundation it is the first layer in the assimilation process and not everyone is going to survive that first stage of the assimilation but this is why they're making it mandatory. This is why they don't want to hear about the side effects. They don't want to hear about what's going wrong with this vaccine. They don't care. This is part of an agenda. And it's not just Agenda 21. It's the transhuman agenda. <clears throat> yes. And not everyone is going to make it. They don't need everyone to make it. They just need to wipe out the humans and preserve a fraction of the population to turn into cyborgs and then they can run the whole show and it turns into some kind of science fiction movie to say the least and so people should be aware that this is happening that it's not our imagination and so they should begin to organize in their communities to defend themselves because we're not just fighting for our own survival we're fighting for the survival of humanity and it's only going to be those that reject this mark of the beast that are going to survive. It's as not humans. the mark of the beast, but yeah. Everyone else is going to be assimilated. Again, all these other things that have to happen before the tribulation starts. He, a guy like that will just ignore all those other biblical things. And again, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know? This is what happens when we get away from biblical standards. We just start thinking, well, it's got to be this, and it's got to be that, and it's, no, it doesn't. Does it line up with the Word of God? No, it doesn't. Is it the closest thing we've seen to the mark of the beast? Yes, absolutely. But it's clearly not the mark of the beast according to biblical parameters. Now, let's go forward here. I want to try to get through with this. Uh, I hope I can get through. Um, and uh, Next there's a video here vaccinated should not hold a cell phone anywhere near the brain or even the body watch quote the thing which is the graphene oxide come to life 
Graphene oxide is a key ingredient in the COVID kill shot, evidence of a highly organized international conspiracy to commit global genocide. <clears throat> this could be a factor in heart damage because the heart is the magnetic center of the body. Quote, the thing forms when graphene oxide is in close proximity to a cell phone because of EMFs or 5G or a specific component of the radioactive field in the cell phone we're not sure yet but it sure looks like holding the cell phone next to your body is going to create the the graphite oxide to react to potentially start self-replicating uh when it's close enough and again we just saw that in the last video here's another video showing it from a different source is the magnetism proof that graphene oxide is a magnetic under certain conditions now i'm not going to play another video on this but i give you the link to this other video where it shows you basically the same thing and then I got this from a longtime listener, <clears throat> and she was one of the ones that are inquire, in, inquired to me about taking fulvic acid uh, for the magnetism that a lot of people, she was experiencing the magnetism, and she said, it's Leslie, and she said, I am no longer magnetized. Fulvic acid works. Listening to your audios, but now I checked, began taking it on the 9th of June, and it took until today to end this. So it takes time for the fulvic acid to demagnetize you. Now, I don't know if that would work for the vaccinated, okay? Because she's not vaccinated. She was just around other people. Uh, potentially, maybe it was coming from, remember, they're, they're most likely spraying graphene oxide in the sky as part of the chemtrails. So there's a lot of different ways they've probably tried to get this stuff into us. Other vaccines, chemtrails who knows so like anything else when you're dealing with uh, uh, a supplement room wasn't built in a day a lot of people get angry because you know you put them on a protocol and they'll, they'll maybe they'll feel worse because they're going through a detox or a herxheimer effect where you're getting like die off of candida or bacteria or things of this nature and they view that as a bad thing when that typically means you would hit the nail right on the head but we're used to taking a drug and feeling better instantly so we think supplements should do that. They, they don't work that way most of the time. Now, some do. Some you'll take, like maybe an adrenal supplement, you might feel better right off the bat. You know, um, restoring vitamin C levels might feel better right off the bat because that re relates a lot to adrenal function as well. But a lot of them don't. And um, fulvic acid can act as a detoxification. NAC, the N-acetylcysteine that gets the graphene oxide out of the body, that can detox you. You might not feel better right off the bat you might not feel like taylor like you feel dynamite from the first dose or whatever it just depends on the person it depends on what your graphene oxide load or, or whatever your toxicity load might be i really didn't feel a whole lot different either way taking it but i'm taking it because i know that it's it's getting graphene oxide and helping detoxification pathways and super good for your lungs and it's a really good antioxidant it's just good to add in especially now especially if you're you know I think also there's a component of being around the vax who may be shedding the spike proteins that could probably help with that as well. Uh, but anyway, yeah, she said that um, the fulvic acid works. And um, I do carry that also in, in a liquid, liquid version as well. Uh, and then there's this, graphene oxide chemtrail skies. This is from Dane Wigginton of geoengineerwatch.org. This guy's been doing it for like a long, long time. Um, 
this is uh, a little video here and it says what aren't we being told is the highly toxic and controversial element of graphene being seeded into our skies as part of an ongoing covert climate intervention operation is climate modification the only motive behind the elements being utilized for atmospheric aerosol spraying programs are other agendas also being carried out so i'm going to go and play this like five minute video global climate engineering operations aren't just an insane and dangerous proposal they're an ongoing lethal reality. The global controllers can and are spraying whatever. They In the background, he's showing just tons of, of just beyond insane chemtrailing going on with like 5G towers in the background. And it's just, they're, they're literally terraforming the planet. Okay. And I meant to bring this point up earlier. I started the point and then I didn't finish it. But why, if you were human, would you destroy the earth that you you want to you want to kill all the humans off okay why if they were human would they want to kill their all their race off and kill themselves off and doom themselves in an environment that wouldn't be hospitable for human life because chemtrailing does that you've got the graphene oxide you've got the barium uh component you've got nanosol you've got nano uh, aluminum you've got ethylene dioxide you've got all these different horrible components of chemtrails blotting out the sun it's affecting crop yields it's polluting the land it's polluting the water it's polluting our bodies it's polluting the animals why if you were human would you want to just defile everything including you and your progeny your your own children you're dooming them as well why would you want to do this why would you want to give the kill shots why would you want to put fluoride in the water supply and chlorine and the gmo foods and all the the additives and and all the ways they're trying to kill us if you were human but what if you weren't fully human and this was good for you and your system and you liked this and this is the environment that you're most comfortable in it's called terraforming the planet talked about this a lot they're literally terraforming the planet to turn it into something that is more hospitable to their liking what are they well i don't know are they some type of nephilim type derivation like the bible predicts would be in the end times reptilians part fallen angel part human i don't know but their physiology evidently must be different on some levels or they would not be doing this the 5g why would they want to bombard themselves with something that's just going to kill them well maybe it doesn't hurt them maybe they like the 5g maybe they like the chemtrails maybe they like all the garbage now some of it maybe they don't consume like a lot of the stuff in the food maybe they have a different thing they like children's blood for instance this type of stuff but it just makes no sense if you were fully human why you would want to kill not only all of the humans off but also you and yourself and your your children off just something to think about i've talked about terraforming the planet for a long time and that's obviously what they have been doing and i mean letting all the radiation leak out of like fukushima and in into the ocean and letting all the nuclear power plants basically eventually go critical we've talked a lot about that lately why would you do that if you weren't I mean, maybe these people, these entities, whatever they are, maybe their physiology likes all that stuff. 
and it's like a two for one for them. They're killing off their main enemy because we're created in God's image and Satan hates us and he wants to get as many of humanity as he can into the lake of fire, which he knows where he's going to end up. And it's good for them physiologically. A lot of the things they're doing to the planet, they like. It's a win-win for Satan. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not being dogmatic. I'm throwing it out there. Just that sure, they sure are going through a lot of trouble for, for all this, you know. Wants into our skies. There's virtually no oversight, regulation, or enforcement to stop them. Only elaborate and well-funded cover-up efforts by the sold-out, so-called climate science community and the criminal corporate media. In addition to highly toxic climate engineering elements like aluminum, barium, strontium, manganese, and polymer fibers, which lab tests from all over the world prove are raining down through our breathable air column, there is the extremely toxic and controversial element, graphene. Ah! Is graphene also being dispersed into mm -hmm. our skies yep. as part of the ongoing global climate engineering operations? Yep. An examination of available science... He's showing all these different reports in the, in the background about um graphene let me just back up a hair here toxicity of graphene family nanoparticles a general review of origins and mechanisms particle and fiber toxicity these are different scientific reports differential cytotoxic cytotoxic effects of graphene and graphene oxide on skin uh keratinocytes uh anyway I'll let him talk science study is alarming Volumes of available data and countless film footage captures confirm that covert climate intervention operations have been ongoing for over 75 years. Extensive testing conducted by geoengineeringwatch.org both on the ground and in the air have confirmed that at minimum highly toxic climate engineering elements like aluminum, barium, strontium, manganese, polymer fibers, surfactants, and more are being dispersed by climate engineering aircraft in disguise all over the world. Geoengineeringwatch.org has now identified science studies that examine and promote the element of graphene for use as an artificial ice nucleation element. Processes of artificial ice nucleation for weather modification have long since been a primary component of the ongoing climate engineering operations, though even now, very few are aware of this aspect of climate engineering operations. The patent shown is referred to as the Nolenberg patent. It outlines one method of artificial ice nucleation for weather modification. Translated, seeding cloud moisture with toxic ice nucleating elements in order to create a surface cool down. Such winter weather whiplash events are generally highly sensationalized by corporate media. The climate engineering factor is, of course, never mentioned. Again, this critical question, is graphene oxide being used as one of the many highly toxic climate engineering elements that have already been identified? By seeding cloud moisture with artificial and chemical ice nucleating elements, the weather makers trigger an endothermic or energy absorbing reaction and thus are able to engineer extensive and often extreme surface cool downs. This is often in spite of previously far above freezing temperatures in a surrounding region. Weather whiplash swings of temperatures are the result. There are numerous and increasing recorded scenarios of record high temperatures to record low in a single day. This is not nature. It is the result of chemical ice nucleating operations. The climate engineers have consistently utilized artificial ice nucleation operations seeded into cloud moisture to create surface cool downs 
while ionosphere heater microwave transmissions from facilities like HARP in Alaska continue to fry other regions under artificially created domes of atmospheric high pressure. Again, the sold-out so-called science community has now condoned the use of graphene oxide as an artificial ice nucleation element without consideration of the consequences to human health in the entire... Oh, they've considered the consequences to human health, and they're all for it. That's why it's the main ingredient in the kill shots. ...life. We are literally under assault from above. The ramifications are grave and immediate. Not only are the planet's protective atmospheric layers and life support systems being completely compromised. Here's the weird thing, too. Remember what the guy said in the last video about the black goo? Well, if you look at the X-Files, those episodes where it talked about the black goo, what was the black goo? It was, it was like this demonic, sentient, black goo material that had intelligence. And when you look at the graphene oxide next to the cell phones contorting and doing all of these things in the presence of just a cell phone making a phone call, it very much puts you in mind of the black goo. Now, in its liquid form, they just had a scientist hold it up there and, and they say it's toxic to humans. It looks like the black goo. So it's, it's like something that I think potentially has sentience, meaning intelligence, and it gets into the body and it can self-replicate and form nanobots and only do God knows what in the body. And it's going to be triggered through all the 5G, the cell phones, the 5G base stations, and the satellites. So I've mentioned black goo for a long time. And I think that the more I'm, I'm seeing this with the graphene oxide, I think that's what, what it essentially is. It's some kind of... Because it sure acts that way. It sure has an intelligence. When... Um, it's exposed to 5G, at least, and maybe maybe when it's exposed to other things as well. Every breath we take contains an ever-increasing amount of highly toxic elements that are extremely bioavailable and bioaccumulative. If nanoparticulates of graphene oxide are in fact already being used for artificial ice nucleation operations, What's to stop the controllers from utilizing the graphene particles for biological carrier platforms as well? Answer, nothing. At any point of their choosing, the controllers can wage all-out biological warfare against populations via the existing climate intervention atmospheric aerosol spraying operations. Though we face countless challenges and threats, we must first focus on priorities. If we can't inhale without sucking in highly toxic nanoparticles, we face a fight for life, nothing less. The entire web of life and the planet's life support systems face the same threat. Reaching a critical mass of awareness is the only way forward in this fight. See the activist suggestions link on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org to learn specific details on how to help in this urgent effort to sound the alarm. Share credible data from a credible source. Make your voice heard. Make every day count. This is Dane Wigington with geoengineeringwatch.org. Yeah, if you want to know more about that, just go to his website there and, and he'll load your boat. Uh, and then let's go next report because I got to get all this in before. I mean, I'm, I'm getting close to being over on time here. Uh, report from 2018, the future of graphene and 5G. This is from, okay, so three years ago here. At the February Mobile World Congress held in Barcelona, Spain, and this was back in 2018, the close connection 
between graphene and 5G technology was one of the main sources of attraction. Both have been featured prominently in news re recently as New Age Wonders, uh, as New Age Wonders. So it's only natural that the two would at some point combine forces to produce some truly remarkable capabilities. Monolayer graphene has been commercially available for about the last decade, but it has already made a powerful impact in the areas of high-speed photosensitivity, farming applications, flexible photo detectors, medical diagnostics, and water purification processes. I don't think I'd want to purify my water. 5G, of course, has been hailed as the future of communications for several years, and it's considered to be the enabling technology for both virtual reality and augmented reality. Some of the ongoing research has been related to finding ways that superconductive flexible monolayer graphene could be used to support the needs of 5G technology to finally help achieve the breakthrough it needs. 5G technology simply cannot be scaled up from previous technology to meet the demands of high-speed communications of the future. It needs an enabling technology, enter monolayer graphene. By late of 2017, a research team at Chalmers University in Switzerland had developed a method excuse me, of combining graphene flexibility with tetrahertz de detection so as to make it possible to connect with the internet of things, which is really, again, what they want to bring us into, where everything is connected in 5G and this graphene oxide are two of the main, main players to make all that happen, as we're seeing. Um, so the graphene flexibility with tetrahertz detection so as to make it possible to connect the internet of things via high bandwidth technologies available in the 5g another group of researchers comprised of italian university specialists and commercial companies have produced a flexible microwave device for communications which has applications for wi-fi and which can also be used in millimeter wave technologies and why is this important it's universally acknowledged that the true future of 5g lies in the millimeter wave technology which evidently is dependent upon graphene <laughs> so there you go a report from 2018 where we're seeing them openly talk about graphene and it's uh, the 5g technology really they're predicting that it's going to be totally dependent upon the graphene oxide uh technology and then uh, i had a listener send me this today in brain neuroelectronics InBrain Neuroelectronics SL is a company dedicated to developing the world's first AI automated intelligence graphene based, I'm, I'm sorry, graphene brain interface, okay? And again, this is where a lot of the graphene is going to end up and that's in your brain, okay? And it's going to form an AI graphene brain interface that's going to be interfacing with your phone, getting updates, it's going to be getting updates from the 5G satellites. It's going to be getting updates from the 5G base station. And you, my friend, if you took the kill shot, will be a cyborg. You will not be fully human anymore. And we're not even talking about your DNA being overwritten or all the other horrible stuff in the kill shot. Um, they announced today this company, Neuroelectronics, uh, and this was in March 30th, 2021 when this came out, a 16.8 million uh, funding for its disruptive system for treating epilepsy and Parkinson's. InBrain's technology harnesses the power of graphene, a two-dimensional material first isolated in 2004, made of a lattice of carbon atoms, only one atom thick. The strongest material ever tested, roughly 100 times stronger than equivalent thickness of steel. 
Graphene has unique electrical and thermal conduction properties that are still to be explored. And it's also highly toxic to humans. But most likely this is like basically putting the black goo in you. They got it right into you through the old kill shot. Uh, then I had this a listener email me this a couple days ago. Listener comment, voice to skull tech. Um, I'll just read it. The voice to skull tech is getting real. This listener's name is Jobin. I'm an outsider in a foreign country, and I have been hearing my name and vaccine over and over in my head. I have been hearing my name and va- and the, the, I guess the, the word vaccine over and over in my head. This is the voice to skull technology that I've talked about for years. That's totally out in the open. There, there's been things where they've had, I've played videos where people are walking through like a certain part of the city and all of a sudden they're hearing it right in their head like a new movie. And then they look up and they see like a, a whatever ad for the movie and there's no... There, it's like there's no audible voice. They're hearing it in their head. It's voice to skull. Okay, that technology is real. He's hearing his own name and vaccine over and over in his head. The shipments of the vaccine, guess what? Just arrived in our area. And that's exactly when the voices started. Tell you, man, they're, they're, everything you can even possibly imagine, they're doing in more. Then he said... I think they may be cloud seeding the vax here as well. What did we just talk about? Chemtrails. I've talked about them having that ability to um, to vaccinate the populations just through like through um, spraying these vaccines over large areas. Um, it's been very strange smell in the air, and my mouth tastes like a sharp mold. It's the best way I can describe it, and it hasn't stopped raining since the vaccines arrived in my city. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know, but that's that's quite a little uh, update there. Then we have this. Um, well, here, I'll, I'll play this video. Do I have time? Um, I think I might. Yeah, it's a really short video. Let me just play this video real quick. I think it's like 45 seconds or really, really quick. 50 seconds. Okay, this is a, just a, a boy. I don't know. He's a teenager. And here's what he says is going to happen next. So this is how it's going to go the next year. You see, they're going to give us our summer. They're going to let us feel what it's like to go back to normal. And then in fall, they're going to pull the rug out right from underneath everybody. You see, because the people who took the, you know, they're already doing that. You know, this was on July 17th. So, you know, this was like over two weeks ago. And we're already seeing this. We're already seeing lockdown too. We're already seeing all the posturing, all the stuff I reported on today. They're gonna, you know, bring us right back, except it's gonna be worse. So back to normal and then in fall they're going to pull the rug out right from underneath everybody you see because the people who took the you know what are ticking time bombs and they're going to start getting infected again from this disease to a much higher capacity and there's going to be a lot more deaths because of the you know what not because of the ones who didn't take it but because of the ones who did 
However, what they're going to pull is that the people who didn't take it are the reason why people are dying and not the other way around. It's very sinister and it's very cunning. So enjoy your summers, guys. Enjoy your time with your families while you still can because ultimately the plan has already been set in motion. It's very clear that this is the final plan to destroy all world governments and economies and usher in the new world order. That's the plan. I'm not saying God can't intervene, though, but that is 100% it kind of in a nutshell. I mean, without getting too in-depth on any particular thing, that's pretty much the plan. Um, okay, and then we have this. Bombshell German and UK defense work on massive human augmentation project for civilian population. FYI, those that survived the COVID kill shots have already gotten their first nanotech cyborg DNA upgrades. Okay, and here's just a very brief video, which kind of confirms the other videos we've watched today, or, or played for you. Have we seen this document, which is freely available on the uh, uh, on the web? Here we and, are. And it's called Human Augmentation: The Dawn of the New Paradigm: A Strategic Implications Project. It's from the Ministry of Defense. I'm assuming in the UK. Uh, Office for Defense Planning. Anyway. Ministry of Defense, human augmentation, the dawn of a new paradigm. Now, what it's got is a human hand. You know how, like, that Michelangelo painting where it's got, like, the human guy touching the hand of God or whatever? Well, in this one, it's got a human hand touching, like, a... It looks like a cyborg hand, like, a almost a mechanical hand. So what is, what, what is this? And then a strand of DNA coming down through where they're actually touching. Okay, so... What is that saying to us in this picture? Well, it's saying the combining of human DNA and cyborg systems, which is what you're getting with a kill shot, and modifying our DNA. And this is this human augmentation, the dawn of a new paradigm. And this is what they're getting with the kill shot. It's your first DNA uh, nanotech upgrade. Strategic implications project. project. And uh, I know the print's a bit small on this, but the <clears throat> fascinating thing about this docu document is it's the Ministry of Defence in partnership with the Bundeswehr. So we're working with the Germans, David, you'll be glad to hear, on enhancing human beings in order to fight warfare. So this is a mixture of artificial intelligence and uh, gen genome sequencing. And robotics as well. And robotics. And we have to do this because if we don't do it, then somebody else is going to get in there first and they're going to have the upper hand. Um, we've only really started to get the lid off what's contained in this document, but it is, I think, shocking is the best we can describe. Um, Mike, you particularly liked this uh, particular image. So we've got six million years of evolution to where we are today. And now we have the tools in our hands to decide how our continued evolution should be shaped. So what it's showing is the monkey, this whole Darwinian garbage lie that, you know, the, well, where did the monkey, well, the monkey ultimately came from a rock, you know, that's that's plausible because the rain rained on the rocks for millions of years and then the lightning bolt struck it and then two atoms rubbed together and they turned into a, two celled amoeba turned into a fish, a mackerel, and then the mackerel grew legs and slithered on land and you know became a kangaroo and the kangaroo eventually turned into a monkey and then the monkey became piltdown man and whatever man and whatever man and then evolved ultimately evolved into yeah right like that really happened yeah yeah darwin but what it's showing here is a monkey turning into a man with a smartphone so they're kind of skipping some 
They skipped Piltdown, man. I mean, I was a little disappointed. But then, then it shows the next picture. It shows a human with... It looks like they've got sense, like stuff on the outside of their body. Glasses and like uh, something on their arm. So it's not quite in the body yet, but it's really getting close. I told you, the cell phones are going to move inside. You, you let them go to their logical conclusions. They're going to go inside you. And then it shows a man with a cyborgian arm with, with like... Um, garbage like put into the back of his head like like lines going into the back of his head like electrical systems interfacing directly with your brain and then it shows some other the last one is like a guy and it i think his brain is in the cloud at that point he's probably where they're going to upload say they're going to upload our consciousness into the into the mainframe and then you won't have to worry about the constraints of a human body your soul will be in hell burning in hellfire forever but you know supposedly you'll be here and and uh, uh you'll be kicking strong which is just a lie from the pit of hell so apparently the military and let's not beat around the bush the military is supposed to specialize in killing people in the most effective efficient way possible um these are the people that are now going to decide how our continued evolution should be shaped and uh, of course we can see that uh, we've apparently come from monkeys we've learned how to use mobile phones uh, now we're going to have assisted uh, devices and we're going to have robotic limbs and the last image is the one that this document is really all about which is how our brains are going to be fully connected to computers yeah that you will be fully uh, plugged in and assimilated into the matrix at that stage of this uh, satanic evolution uh, evolutionary process I, I post a graphic of that if you want to see that here uh, the, in the last report COVID vax um, people who willingly take uh, the so called vaccine against COVID-19 may be turning themselves into someone else's patentable property by willingly allowing the alteration of their dna into a new and useful composition of matter um the united states supreme court set the precedent in the case association for molecular pathology versus myriad genetics inc wherein the court held and there's and here's a screenshot of that it's from october of 2012 there's a screenshot of the uh that court case where the court held that quote a naturally occurring dna segment is a product of nature and not patentable meaning if we're just our normal human self we're not patentable um merely because it has not been isolated but a c dna and we're going to define that in a second is patent eligible because it is not naturally occurring okay in the setting, and this gets a tiny bit technical, but I kind of need to read it. We're almost done here. In the setting, in setting this precedent, the court found that each human genome is encoded as DNA, which takes the shape of a double helix. Each crossbar in that helix consists of two chemically joined nucleosides. Sequences of the DNA nucleosides contain information necessary to create strings of amino acids used to build proteins in the body. The nucleosides that code for amino acids are called exons. And those that are not are called introns. Scientists can extract DNA from the cells to isolate specific segments for study. They can also synthetically create exons, only strands of nucleosides known as complementary DNA, which is what they said above that 
and it's called cDNA, is patent eligible because it's not naturally occurring in our bodies. Okay, so these strands of cDNA can be synthetically created, and they are being synthetically created with the messenger RNA COVID kill shots, okay, which is rewriting your DNA, creating the cDNA. cDNA contains only the exons that occur in the DNA, omitting the intervening introns. Acknowledging that scientists can synthetically create what the court called complementary DNA or cDNA, the court held that such creations are patent eligible. Now, I've reported on this over and over that they're going to own you because you got, you got their patented products inside you. Uh, but these, these creations are patent eligible because they are not naturally occurring. Okay, so continuing, scientists can extract DNA from cells to isolate specific segments for study. They can also synthetically create exon-only strands of nucleosides known as complementary DNA. Uh, complementary DNA contains only the exons that occur in DNA, omitting the intervening introns. Uh, okay, I'm sorry, I already read that part. Uh, okay, which leads us to the new COVID-19 vaccines. These vaccines do not contain a live virus or an attenuated virus or a recombinant DNA virus like other vaccines. Instead, these new COVID-19 vaccines contain a messenger RNA which when it enters the body begins altering your DNA or rewriting it, which again, <laughs> the moment it starts rewriting your DNA, at least that part of the DNA becomes not fully human. Uh, rewriting the DNA, telling it how to manufacture spike proteins and the alteration of the human DNA is a new and useful composition of matter according to this patent, this Supreme Court ruling from 2012 it was argued in court on april 15 2013 oh i'm sorry and then it was decided on june 13th of 2013 um anyway uh okay so the alteration of human dna is a new and useful composition of matter which is a patentable by its creator which would be the vaccine companies so if you voluntarily took one of the covid kill shots might you now be ownable by the creator of the vaccine? I've been talking about this for months and months. I believe 100% it's another reason they want to get it in you so bad because they they know they're going to have a patentable right to your own body and your own genome. You're not told any of this when you get the kill shot. Uh, after all, that company's vaccine created what is now in your DNA. It is interesting, however, that the question is now rising. What if the companies whose vaccine you took decide they own you? What if they argue that you agreed to this modification of your DNA when you took their vaccine and as such you belong to them now? These are all question marks. More importantly, for some people is another aspect of the situation. If your DNA is now altered, are you even still human anymore? Do you still have human rights? I mean, are you a cyborg? Does a cyborg have rights? You're part, cyborg's part human, part machine. Well, like the, I don't know, Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights and the Constitution and all this other stuff doesn't talk about cyborgs and their rights, okay? 
Um, so referring to humans in those documents. So do you still have human rights or are you a genetically modified organism, which is property of its creator with no human rights? Well, and if, and then again, then if your DNA has been overwritten and it's not a fully human genome, it's complementary DNA that's been genetically modified. Well, then does that not grant you human rights anymore? What, I mean, I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't ask for a more wicked evil thing that we're that we're dealing with and facing right now it's just impossible so that's all i have for today another fun-filled trip down fun lane and um i'm gonna uh i've got to attend to some stuff this week so i'm gonna not be doing a study sunday and um but lord willing i can't even imagine how fun the news cycle is going to be in two weeks if you know the world hasn't imploded or whatever but they get there's no bible for that but um Lord willing, we will see you back in two weeks and uh, a lot to pray about and uh, educate others and just however the Lord leads, just try to be proactive for God and uh, fight the devil. So God bless you and see you then.